0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to You, the Patriarchy, and Me. I'm your host, Elise Garcia, and today I want to talk about who I am, why I created this podcast, and a few things I'm eager to cover in these first few episodes of You, the Patriarchy, and Me. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, hi, I'm Elise Garcia, and I am a 20 year old woman based out of Texas, and I've really been looking forward to starting a podcast where I can have a space to discuss, deconstruct, question, and talk about my experiences with social norms in a Western society and how I navigate those as a 20-something-year-old. Right now, I'm just 20, you know, but I hope you guys enjoyed the music I chose for this podcast because it was either that or some like EDM beat, you know, it's like, hey, thanks for tuning in. Let's talk about women's rights. So I figured that was more appropriate. And I don't know, it just is kind of like fun, kind of vibrant, kind of uh, inquisitive, something I was looking for. So I hope you guys enjoy that. I really like it. And uh, who am I? So I am Elise. And that is A-L-Y-S-E, not spelled like your typical Elise, you know, E-L-I-S-E. And I am a 20-year-old woman based out of Houston, Texas. I was born and raised here, and I'm currently on my senior year of college. And what brought me to the point of creating this podcast was growing up in such a diverse city, I feel like you would expect a lot more... Um, perspective to be brought into my life but the reality is that I am still in Texas and I grew up around a lot of people who tried to tell me who I should be and what I should look like especially as a woman and I feel like I don't see enough safe spaces in this world and maybe I'm just not looking in the right places where people can have these open conversations about social norms in Western society and how to navigate those norms and what those norms really mean to people I feel like it's really easy to see things like this as a very divisive and polarizing topic and and that's because it is I mean when you're talking about social norms or the patriarchy or feminism Those are a lot of sensitive words for people and I really wanted to create a space for myself where I can just talk and come on here and talk to you guys like you're my best friends and hopefully one day there is enough of you guys listening that uh, we are best friends and we can have these dialogues together and although it's my first episode, there is going to be a point that I'd really like to evolve to where I start to have Q&As and I bring other people into this dialogue. And at this point in time, I'm looking to have interviews with some powerful women that I have in my life and see what comes out of that. So that is a little bit about who I am and why I created this podcast and how I got here. I actually forgot to say that I am majoring in entrepreneurship. And I know that's kind of a funny thing to say. People are often like, you're majoring in entrepreneurship. Yes, I'm majoring in entrepreneurship. I didn't know what I wanted to major in and at first it was marketing now it's entrepreneurship and if you know anything about entrepreneurship you know that it's a very male dominated industry so I think it's especially important to me to create a space for women in business and there are so many strong women that are pioneering and creating those spaces already and I just hope to be one of them as a 20 year old. and. It's already kind of hard, I feel, to be taken seriously as a woman in so many industries, especially the world of business. And being a 20-year-old, I feel as though I'm taken even less seriously because of that. So I'm hoping with this podcast, I can really inspire women to take on whatever they want and go into any industry they want and feel like they have a best friend or a sister or somebody to listen to at least once a week where... There are these dialogues about womanhood and navigating womanhood in a patriarchal society because it's honestly pretty tiring. And I'm only 20, so I can't imagine what, you know, 60-year-old women feel. Um, So that is a little bit more about me. So why did I name the podcast You, the Patriarchy, and Me? I feel like anybody with a literary interest would be like, Well, you could have called it you, me, and the patriarchy, and it would have sounded a lot catchier. And I agree, actually. I think so, too. But I chose you, the patriarchy, and me purely for symbolism. Because on one end, there's you, the listener, the person listening to me after I published this. And then there's the patriarchy that we live in, at least in, you know, Western society, which is the most that I can speak to as someone who was born and raised over here and currently lives over here. And then there is me on the other end, the person recording and hosting this podcast. And I feel like it is so important to highlight how divisive the patriarchy was and is meant to be. And I would like to sort of bridge the gap. And I feel like it's really important to note that I am not here to tear down other people. I believe in intersectional feminism. And it is important to note that The way that I will be using the term patriarchy most often is to refer to the power relationship between women and men and the system of society where men have a lot of power and women are excluded and that is mentioning all women and I feel it is so important to state that This is a podcast where I want everybody to feel included. And yes, that means men, and that means women, and that means they, thems, and that means people who are non-binary, and everything in between, and everyone who doesn't identify with those terms. Because in the world that we're living in now, it is no longer, and it never really was, just a society of men and women. There has always been people are on different parts of that spectrum of gender and there's even three sexes you know there's men there's women and then there's intersex so I feel it is really important to say that this is not a podcast meant to tear down any of those people and it's more so a podcast to tear up the script and really think critically about the roles of those people in society and what people have deemed those roles are And uh, challenging those roles and I really want to inspire people to think about what they resonate with and what they don't resonate with and things they can just throw out and step outside of a box that they feel they were placed in from a really young age because I can definitely relate to that and that is something that motivated me to start this podcast in the first place. So that is my disclaimer and I really, really want you guys to know that. So what the hell am I going to talk about? Well, there's a lot of things I want to talk about. And some general things to start with, just so we're all clear, is this is kind of meant to cover a little bit of everything. You know, mental health, sexuality, philosophy, relationships, society and culture, women empowerment, history, social sciences in general, um, are just a few categories of things I'd like to talk about. and. I actually have a list of a few ideas I have going um, generally for the next few episodes. So if you're curious, I have, you know, what it means to be a woman is something I want to cover. Like what does womanhood mean and what does that mean to you? What does that mean to me? Uh, Closing the divide that people think comes with feminism. And I actually want to talk about a few things under the umbrella of feminism. You know, there's feminism... There's white feminism, there's intersectional feminism, there is womanism, there are so many different kinds and I'd love to have an episode just dedicated to covering a few of those things um, so people are more clear on the difference between those. And then I have some other things that are more, you know, maybe provocative, maybe controversial as can be expected with a podcast with this title, like should we free the nipple? Um, why resting bitch face is fake and what I think about resting bitch face, you know, more specifically, how weird is it that a woman has a face that is not smiling and people call that a resting bitch face. I have never heard someone walk up to a man and say, wow, you have such a, you know, bad resting bitch face. It's really just something that women are told and, you know, that's not even talking about, uh why don't you smile more, you know? And then we had things like um, teaching other women what to look out for as far as like red flags, you know. From my experience, how I discern whether someone is being a genuine friend or somebody with ulterior motives that are not so good. And there's a really long list here. And I know that I can expect some... Uh, perhaps criticism based on the things I'm going to say which is why you'll hear me give a lot of disclaimers because I'm very aware that these are touchy topics but they are near and dear to my heart and I think they're so important to talk about. Um, One of those especially being um, what feminism means to me and how I identify with it and accepting my privilege because I come from a Spanish, Mexican, Indigenous, and white family but I am very white presenting. I just look white, you know? So that definitely comes with a lot of privilege, and that means a lot in the context of a patriarchy. So, yeah, those are just a few things. I hope those interest you guys because they really interest me, and I can't wait to talk about them. And some of those are more serious, some of them are more fun. And I'm definitely going to try to let my humor shine through in these episodes because I don't think it's very fun to just sit here and be serious all the time. It's also not true to my personality. Kind of goofy, kind of like weird. And I don't mean that in a cringy way. I know it's going to come off that way and that's totally fine because you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, Eventually I'll get more comfortable. But yeah, that's a little bit about uh, what I want to talk about and since i go to school full-time i am currently taking six classes and i'm in a very rigorous program i don't have a lot of free time but i am looking to structure this podcast so that it's about 30 minutes to an hour every week and it might end up being once every other week i'm just gonna do what feels natural but right now i'm looking at every week 30 minutes to an hour and try to bring on a guest speaker once every two to three episodes at the very least and nearly every episode at the most because I really love learning and as someone who's only a 20 year old in college I don't necessarily have the credentials or the career paths that older people have Um, and I'm really interested in talking to people like psychologists, professors, uh, women in higher positions, like perhaps women in Congress. I would love to talk to somebody like Brene Brown. Um, So those are just a few people I have in mind, but yeah, that's to be expected. I um, am really looking forward to the insights that those people can bring and I really love interviewing people and I have all these questions that I want to talk about with just myself on here, but I would think it'd be... I think it would be so much more fun to bring on other people who have a lot more life experience than me and i hope that interests you guys too and i can't wait to introduce my first guest speaker on this podcast that will be coming out within a few weeks and yeah that's a little bit about the structure of this podcast so what's been on my mind Well, honestly, I have been thinking a lot about friendships, and there's a few different reasons for this. Number one, I am on my senior year of college, so I've been thinking a lot about how hard I've heard it can be to make friendships outside of college, and I've been looking back on the friendships I've made in college, and that sort of led me down this uh, wormhole of all the friendships I've ever had and what those dynamics have looked like. And the relevancy of that topic to this podcast is really this power dynamic and this structure that can exist in friendships between women and men. And I find it so interesting because I'm only 20, but I've got a pretty good intuition. I think I've really fine tuned it over these last few years. As I've gained a lot more life experience in what feels like a short amount of time and it's really interesting to look back and realize how many friends I had that actually didn't want to be my friends at all. It's really shocking as a woman to find out that this person that you just wanted to be friends with has had a goal in mind the entire time, you know, because I find it so interesting that people will talk about things like oh that person's a gold digger or oh that person just has a motive in mind you know they're just trying to win x you know they're trying to gain something or they have these ulterior motives and I really don't hear enough people talking about this this struggle in a woman's life at least in my life and that's what I can speak to and and in people who identify as other genders of being tricked by so many people. And that's not to say that women don't do that, because I'm sure there's tons of women out there who uh, befriend men with the intention of one day hooking up with them. You know, people can do that no matter what gender they are, but I can only speak to my experiences as someone who identifies as a woman. And I've just unfortunately had so many people who, you know, reeled me into this emotional pool of like we're friends and you know I love you and let's have this like wonderful life you know separately and then be friends and have these great experiences and then the reality is that they actually want to live this fun life together and they want to be with me whether that's you know mentally emotionally and most often sexually and I hear a lot of the perspective on the male end being, oh my god, she friend zoned me, but I think we need to be talking about why did you fuck zone me? You know? Because from the male's perspective, we friend zoned them, but from our perspective, you fuck zoned us. You know? I didn't go into this friendship wanting to have sex with you. Why did you come into the friendship wanting to have sex with me? You know? I think it's so crazy and so unfortunate (laughs) and under this umbrella of men and women friendships in a patriarchal society there is so much ground to cover and I find it so interesting everything from the psychology of why people choose their friends um to the motives behind it that they are aware of you know or subconsciously um And it's really interesting to me that uh, the patterns I've observed as a woman in this world, like, for example, you know, these are generalizations about things I've noticed. And that is that a lot of the men in my life, and that I've seen, and what I've heard from other women and what they think, is that men commonly befriend women based off how attractive they think they are. And I think that... I've listened to some older men describe that that sort of decreases over time. Like, as they get older and as they, you know, marry a woman, um, they do befriend women on more of a platonic basis. But when you're younger, there is a lot of men, you know, and a lot of women, who befriend people just based off their attractiveness and based off this end goal they have in mind. It's like a an aspiration they have. And it's crazy to me because I think so much conflict, basically all conflict, could be avoided um, in this world between those, amongst those friendships if there was just honest communication. Like if a man started becoming friendly with a woman and he sort of has this goal in mind of, okay, if I'm nice, then she'll like me. And if she likes me, then I can make a move and once I make a move like things will be great. Whereas the woman is thinking you know this is my friend this is a cool friend and I'm just out here living my life and there really is no end goal other than to maintain the friendship they currently have. But if both of those people were honest they might be able to end that you know like a lot sooner. And it's really unfortunate that things have to go that way because I think friendships are such a beautiful thing to have. And I think they're really easy to overlook in a society that values romantic love, like more than anything, you know, people always talking about how they dreamed of having a wedding, you know, for example, I actually never dreamed of having a wedding, but I've always dreamed of having, you know, amazing friends in my life. And unfortunately, as a woman in this world, it's been really hard to find them because, I aspire to have a friend group that is really diverse, you know, people of different genders, different sexes, nationalities, ethnicities, um, religion. And when I get to the male part, often I run into trouble of having to discern whether or not this person wants to be my friend because they like my personality, or because they secretly hope to one day have sex with me. And it can be really frustrating, and I've been thinking about it a lot, especially as I realize that so many of the friends I have are women. And when I sit back and think about why I have so few male friends, I always arrive at this conclusion of oh my god, I lost that friend and then I think about it and I'm like why did I lose a friend and I always get to the point of like because they wanted to sleep with me and I don't want that to sound like oh my god I'm so hot like everyone just wants to have sex with me because that is not the case I think it's less about what I look like and more about how men are taught and what what men are taught about friendships and what women are taught about friendships and the Unfortunate events that unravel when you teach people certain things growing up, you know, I think that what I've seen and what I've observed is that a lot of men really value um, friendships with women only when they have those end goals because they are so used to having friendships with men that they're essentially conditioned to only see women as like trophies to be won or objects to be had, you know, and that's where I take less of the blame. uh, That's where I take the some of the blame off of men and more on society. And that is a common theme that you will see in this podcast is that I believe in holding everybody accountable because, you know, men, men didn't do these things for no reason. And women don't do these things for no reason. We're all socialized. We're all conditioned, um, in this patriarchal society. So none of these things are coincidences, but they're all really interesting for me to observe. And, you know, I just spent the last five minutes talking about how men will fuck zone women. And, Women will friend zone men. But I've actually experienced all sides of it. I can speak to all sides of it that I've experienced. And I have had women fuck zone me where I friend zone them. I have fuck zoned men. I have fuck zoned women. You know, so I've I've seen all the sides. Um, And I want to be clear on that. But the most common theme in my life is men doing it to women. And I just think it makes it a lot harder to understand the male perspective, in my life at least, because it's just so hard to keep genuine, find and keep, like, you know, genuine male friends in my life. And it's unfortunate that it has to be that way. And it doesn't have to be that way. But at this point in my life, that's what it has been. So although it is what it is, and that is what it has been, it does not have to be this way and that is what I want to talk about now. I want to talk about my advice that I have for people who also struggle with um, having clarity in their friendships and finding the right friends, especially if you're having the problems I was just talking about of not knowing people's intentions or not knowing until it's you know too late, obviously, because it is very heartbreaking. Like... And I know I talked about how men want to have sex with women in my example and how uh, women want a friendship with that man. And from the man's end, so I've heard is that it's really disappointing and they feel led on and, you know, X, Y, Z. And I think it can sometimes be hard to discern whether someone is flirting with you or whether they're just friendly But again, I think that it doesn't have to be this way and honest communication could really solve all of the problems or most of the problems, I should say, that people have in friendships, relationships, and so forth. And from the woman's perspective, at least in this example, it's also really heartbreaking and disappointing to find out that all the men, um that this example pertains to all the people in your life that have fuck zoned you had just saw you as an object they just saw you as a trophy to be had and it's you feel like you were never really valued for who you are and it really sucks and I don't hear a lot of people talking about it so I would like to offer my perspective and my advice for anyone on either end of these examples so whether you're a woman fucks owning a man, or a man fucks owning a woman, or a woman friend zoning a man, or are they, them doing anything in these examples, like whoever you are, I would like to say that I think honest communication could solve so many problems. And what do I mean by that? Well, I mean that being honest with your intentions is essentially like a shortcut to the end goal you want like for example if you meet somebody and you really like their vibe i feel like people can tell within the first few you know minutes of meeting someone like like what do you want with this person like especially in terms of context so if i go to a networking event i'm probably not looking for friends with benefits but if i go to a bar or a club at like two in the morning I'm probably looking for anything from a friend to a hookup. You know, no one said I was there to look for a long-term boyfriend and no one is probably thinking that. And if you do think that, then I think you should really reconsider the places you're looking in and for what you're looking for. I would also like to say that I've been talking about drinking and clubs and bars and I'm using those as examples, but yes, I'm not 21 and I also don't drink. Um, so, and I'm not encouraging people to underage drink. So that's my disclaimer. You can't sue me. Um, anyways. Yeah, I think sharing your honest intentions and being really mindful of the context you're in is a tremendous help for these problems with friendships because if you can gauge how you feel about somebody very quickly, and I wager that you can, because human beings have this thing called an intuition, then I think you should voice that. So, you know, for example, um, although I'm in a happy, healthy relationship, let's just say I'm single, all right, and I go to some sort of party with my friends and I meet this this guy or this girl, either one, and very quickly I'm like, wow, this person's attractive, I really like their vibe, like, I would really like to, you know, do things with this person. I would encourage you to, to give those clues or just be straightforward because I think being straightforward is really scary, but it's so beneficial. So I'm not saying you need to walk up to someone and be like, Hey, want to fuck? I mean, you can and more power to you if that's what you want to do. I respect the hell out of that, but it can be as simple as like, Hey, you know, nice to meet you. By the way, I think you're really attractive. Or I think you're really beautiful or I think you're really handsome and I would like to get to know you more. And I think that that's where it needs to be, um, an effort on both sides. I think that no matter who you are listening to this, it would be really helpful to be really keen to those cues that people give because like I said, it's unlikely that someone is walking up to you saying, Hey, I want to have sex with you. Um, but you know, that's happening to you. I'm really happy for you. (laughs) And it's more so going to look like someone complimenting you. And you have to sort of use your intuition and discern whether or not that person is giving you the compliment in a platonic way or in a romantic way. Or does it feel like they have platonic intentions or sexual intentions? And you definitely gain more clarity as a conversation goes on. But that's what I would say is just be more honest. Because You know, from my experience, the moment I knew I just wanted to be friends with someone, I would voice it. Like, if I had someone give a cue to me um, that they're romantically interested in me, I would shut it down because I don't want to lead them on and I don't want to give them a false impression and say, hey, you know, I'm not interested in anything sexual or romantic here, but I really value you as a person or your perspective or our conversations or what we do together. And I would like to keep doing that on a platonic basis. I want to be friends with you, basically. And I think that everyone can appreciate that. And, you know, rejection sucks. And it is not a fun thing. But I like to see rejection as like a blessing in a way. And I'm not really religious, just FYI. But I just mean that I think rejection is very useful because I think... Feedback is like the most helpful thing someone can give you. So, if the feedback someone is giving you is that I don't want you sexually or romantically, then great because now you can move on. And yeah, it sucks for a little bit, but like that's life, you know? Not every friendship is going to be a relationship, and that's just how it goes. And not everything you want, you're going to get. And I feel like So much of the pain that comes with these friendship breakups because people had different end goals in mind the whole time just don't need to be like that. And that's just one, you know, tip that I would offer you guys um, and myself, I'm also speaking to myself always, is that to be honest. Because quite honestly, I don't think enough people are honest. I think a lot of people walk the line of like, trying to be friendly and trying to be polite but like trying to be true to who they are and i think when you're younger you are more so on the end of trying to appease other people and that's just my philosophy i feel like as you get older and based off what i've heard and what i've felt is that i become a lot more honest to who i am and what i want as i get older and i have really no problem vocalizing that now but I think back to when I was 16 and I would just be nice to people because I felt like I owed them. I was like a people pleaser in ways and I think that a lot of women are conditioned to do that so they almost feel obligated to have this, you know, niceness and friendliness uh, with men that they're friends with but sometimes you just need to, no matter what gender you are, be honest with yourself and I know it's really uncomfortable and really scary but I promise you it's really useful and I would really encourage you guys to do that. If that's something that you've also faced, and I would guess that you probably have. Cause it's really common. No matter what end you've been on or what gender it's relating to, you've probably experienced it. So that's the advice that I have to offer. And yeah. Yeah, I think that it is not talked about much and I really just wanted to talk about that and share my feelings on that. And yeah, I hope that was helpful to you guys. I feel like I just went on a tangent and I kind of did, but that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to share what's been on my mind and that has been on my mind. So that is what has been on my mind. That's what I've been thinking about. And there's a lot more that I could say on that topic because it is so complex and has so many different perspectives to really analyze there and talk about and I'll probably talk about it again and a few subtopics relating to it in my future podcast but that is all I have to say on that for now I want to keep this within like the 30 to 35 minute range like shorter sweeter and thank you guys so much for listening if you listen this far or at all just know that I really appreciate it and I'm really happy that you tuned in I hope that you enjoyed this in some way or learned something or it made your day a little better and I hope that you have a good day or a good night or whenever you're listening to this. I should be releasing this on a Sunday or a Monday and in the future you can expect to hear from me every Wednesday or every other Wednesday and again thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and thank you so much. Bye guys.